Welcome back to another week of the Catholic Toolbox, the art of practical Catholicism. I'm your host and founder, George Manasseh, here as we equip you with practical solutions to live your Catholic faith in our modern world of today. And there can't be more of a challenge in this day and age than raising Catholic children. So that's why I brought in founder of Catholic Apparel and Father Andre. Thank you. Welcome Thanks aboard. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. It's so, it's so great to have you here and just... Um, I know, I know you bumped into me before the studio and then you saw the St. Michael on my back and then I saw your St. Michael and then as I was As I was coming into the studio, I bumped into a father and daughter wearing St. Michael. <laughs> then we had a visitor come in wearing St. Michael. So he's obviously with us tonight. He's with us tonight. I mean, I really, I just, I, I love the whole story of Catholic Apparel. I know you were on Perusia, Perusia podcast last week with Shaba Raish and Salva Elias and that was a phenomenal episode here. So you were here in studio and I, I really did enjoy the whole story of how Catholic Apparel was formed. And many people do. Many people are enjoying it. And they're loving the production of, of theological t-shirts, you know, things to help us with our faith and to evangelize. But let's start off by, for those who don't know you, uh, just give us a bit of a rundown about yourself as a father and how you came to found Catholic Apparel. And then we'll go into speaking about, um, you know, your family life and how to rate, how to actually get down and raise children, especially as I'm looking forward to getting married myself. Um, yeah, absolutely. You can teach me a thing or two. Hopefully I can. <laughs> Hopefully I can. Well, with Catholic apparel, or actually before that, uh, I was, you know, I'm a cradle Catholic, yeah. uh, born and raised in a, in a strong Maronite home. Yeah. And, you know, did the usual sort of, you know, running through life and, you know, at one point in my life when I was working in the professional area, I was working in a blue chip company, um, and this is kind of where Catholic Apparel began. Mm -hmm. And obviously I've been, you know, in the faith my entire life, and a few series of, of incidents in my life brought it even closer to me. So when I'm working in this professional field, I'm working as a Maronite, 100% in everything that I do, whether it's answering emails, whether it's talking to my manager, and how we approach our fellow co-workers. Yep. So it's it's just inbuilt. And I saw that the, the culture change overnight, essentially. And especially around the marriage debate, which I, I've mentioned previously, I mean, that was definitely a, a pivotal point in the Catholic apparel journey. And essentially, it just came down to the fact that they were wearing colors and celebrating their colors and you knew who they were yep. by their That's colors right. yes okay That's and a good way of putting it yeah. yeah and and i thought to myself well what are we doing we're just i mean there, there were there were pockets of people who were really vocal about it but in the workplace it stopped at that point it stopped it yeah. stopped outside is outside in the workplace is a different different story and so it's all like we compartmentalize our faith in the workplace. You know, we're Catholic up till, you know, Sunday evening and then, right. you know, we go back to work. And I so, hate that. Yeah, I really, I can't stand that. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, 30,000 employees, surely there's, you know, five or 10,000 that are Catholic out of that 30,000. Yep. So and we could easily make, we could easily make a noise. Yep. But for some reason, there wasn't any noise. And, and so essentially... I stood my ground in a, in a loving and, and reverent way uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit. And God gave me the idea that we need to represent. And essentially, if they can wear it purple, 
then we can wear it Catholic. And that's what it came down to. And, and so I immediately thought of that and I, and I said, I am going to do this. There is no, no doubt about it. I want to do this and I want people to recognize Catholics walking in the street. And essentially... Because the, the, the other side was wearing the rainbow and they were wearing it proudly and they were walking in the street. So you wanted to counteract that. Exactly, exactly. Yes. And, not, and not only that, not only that, but the, the clothes that we wear, they are all using our money against us. Yes, and, and like right, I said, yeah. I, I'm not comfortable with that. So, so an example would be, I, I was browsing Rebel Sports the other day. Yep. And I'm sure we've all bought from Rebel Sports yep. in, our, um, in our history. And, you know, the Rebel Sports logo was recolored to the rainbow colors, you know. And, and that, that's exactly what my story is about. We're wearing and supporting all these organizations. Yeah, so by buying from And they don't care about us. They don't exactly. care about us. And so that's essentially why Catholic Apparel started. And, and I started online in 2018 yep. and started popping up at different events. So you had a pop-up store. Had a pop-up yes. store. So online and then pop-up stores where all our proceeds from... Uh, apparel sold would go to charity, yep. depending on what the pop-up was for. And over time, the name started to spread. People started seeing shirts around, and it just started getting bigger and bigger. Now we've managed to open a retail store in Belfield in New South Wales. And for those who want to come and visit, where are you located exactly? It's 11A Burwood Road in Belfield. So it's 11A Burwood Road in Belfield. In so Belfield. be sure if you're around the area to check it out. Or you, if alternatively people can't get there, they can buy online. That's right. They can check it's, out. With it's right near Mancini's opposite the Australian Post Office. That's very accessible. Yeah, it's pretty central in Sydney. So people want to go check out Troy that's right. That's Catholic right. Apparel. So that, that's absolutely amazing. And then you, you started and it sort of took off. And now... I mean, really, that, that's a great example to your children, your family, and so many other families, because it's great to see so many people around the Catholic community in Australia wearing Catholic apparel, and they have their children wearing it. You have all sizes. That's right. So let's talk about all those all sizes as the family unit. That's right. And uh, you're a proud father of uh, 100%. Three, three here and three in heaven. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my, my youngest boy, uh, Charbel, yeah. he calls it Catholic for apparel, Catholic for apparel. <laughs> and, and, you know, uh, the other day he drew a picture of St. Yep. Rafa yep. and he goes, Dad, can you make a, a Catholic apparel shirt of St. Rafa? Yes. Yeah, St. Rafa. For those who don't know, St. So, Rafa is the third, I believe, Mar uh, canonized Maronite saint. That's right. Yeah. That's right. She's an amazing saint. Amazing saint. You need to watch her story. I think it's got subtitles. You can I believe find there's it on, a video about her. You can find before. it on YouTube. It's, yeah, so it's you a movie with subtitles. Yep. Um, and, and so... Yeah, so that, that's an example. You know, my son, uh, Peter, and my daughter, Claudette, they're always asking for different designs and they're giving me input. So at the end of the day, although Catholic Apparel started for the reason that we needed to be louder and prouder in yeah, our faith. During the marriage debate okay, time. Exactly. In the end, and at the end of the day, it's about my family because we, our, our goal, obviously, on earth and our mission on earth is to know God, love God, serve God, and be yeah. with Him forever in heaven. Right? Hopefully, right. God Absolutely. willing. And so 
the parent, you know, I mentioned this last week. So the job of me and my wife is to get my kids into heaven. Absolutely. The job of my wife is to get me into heaven, and the job of my, my and my job is to get my wife into heaven and your children to heaven. Yeah. And so that's together. what we're about here that's on right. the Catholic Toolbox, as as we said in the intro, to get to heaven. I mean, that's the goal. Because like, it's sort of like today in the church, we've forgotten what the real deal is. We get so distracted with all these side, you know. Uh, projects and things and social justice and charity that's all good but i think a lot of catholics have forgotten we're here for business we're here to get to heaven our lord establishes kingdom on earth there is the kingdom of heaven we need to and we're in spiritual warfare every day we have to fight for our salvation you know the enemy of our souls is it, it wants us damned there is a heaven and there is a hell we are called to fight to get to heaven that's what we're about in the catholic toolbox we want practical solutions and there can't be anything more practical than such a great example there, what you've done with Catholic Apparel. Or, again, you're linking it back to the salvation of souls. This is all. Let's not forget our purpose for those listening. We are here for the salvation of souls. We're here to save ourselves and get ourselves closer to God further and further and to sanctify others and bring people to heaven. Um, I was just actually listening uh, to... Uh, I, I met somebody two weeks ago while we getting ice cream, me and my fiance. Um, and uh, it turned out to be one of her colleagues and uh, and her husband was receiving to the church last year. And I said, oh, well, so how'd you come to the faith? He said, well, uh, I used to work <clears throat> at a fairly secular organization. I won't mention the name, but there was a Catholic man there and then we used to catch up and then he sort of brought me to the Catholic faith. And now he's working on bringing somebody else in the same workplace. <laughs> how awesome is that? Th that is phenomenal. How awesome I mean, is that? When was the last time we brought somebody in the workplace back to the Catholic faith? Mm. Or we did something in the workplace to bring people back to the Catholic faith. Mm. But like with anything in the church, the, the Dominicans were born to fight the Albigensian heresy. Sure, the Albigensian heresy was fought, but out of that came the Dominican order. And now out of this, that situation of the marriage debate came Catholic apparel and it's now flourishing. So let's talk a bit about uh, your role as a father and how are you raising your kids? Because I need some advice. I, I, I'm, I'm learning from different people who are obviously practicing the faith and, and uh, doing their best to live a holy Catholic life in the family. But uh, what do you see as fundamental pillars uh, about how you run your family? To live the Catholic faith and get to heaven. So, so I think that the first thing I'll, I'll, I'll say is this is just my way of, of how yep. I approach it. And I'm sure there are many other fathers who have other ways of approaching it uh, and achieve the same result. So that's the first thing I'll say. Yeah. Okay? There must be it's, still common ground uh, as well. Absolutely. absolutely there, yeah. There's common ground. And, and I think the, the most important thing, first of all, mm -hmm. is that the husband and wife or the mother and father are united first of all yep. okay so we're united on the same on the same team okay and we are both in a state of sanctifying grace okay yep. so in other words don't be in mortal sin yep and have conf and go to confession regularly regularly right and let your children see that you're going to confession regularly yep. make sure they see it okay because it's very important they're seeing mum and dad going to confession. And so as soon as it's their time to go to confession, they want to be just like mum and dad. Yep. So that's the first thing. The reason why I say that is because if you're in mortal sin, all right, or if you're, if you're sinning, the goal of the devil when we sin is to separate us and yep. isolate us. 
okay? Yep. And so if you're in mortal sin, I guarantee you, you're going to be in an ang angry mood. You're either going to be yelling, you know, losing your temper very, very quickly. Yes, that's right. Okay. And not many people mention that. No. Talk about, you know, a prerequisite being in the state of sanctification. Uh, 100%, I'm telling you. Yeah, so, um, you know, and, and just not being present with the family. Okay, yep. just not being present because yep. you're just you're just over it. You know, you're you're upset and whatever. Okay. Yes. So so the most important thing is you go to confession regularly. All right. That's that's number one. Yes. And if you and if you've got that sorted, then the rest you'll be in a in a great. I mean, you know, when you come out of confession, how good do you feel? You feel oh, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. I mean, before you come out, just when the priest says. I absolve you of your sin and with the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and it's just like power, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, power. power. Amazing, amazing. It's, yeah. So and you're staring up at that crucifix. It's yeah. just so you you can't give what you don't you can't give what you don't have. Yeah, exactly. Okay? Yeah. So I so, love that. I really so, respect that. So, so first of all, you have to be in a good position yourself. Yes. Okay. Making use of the sacraments. Yes. So that's, that's the right. first thing. Okay. The second thing uh, is we need to. Watch out what we're doing, how we're speaking, what we're watching. Everything that we do is on display for our children. Uh, have you ever heard of the funny stories where, you know, a kid would be at school, for example, you know, and they'd say, oh, mummy was yelling about something the other day or daddy was saying something the other day, you know, obviously in the privacy of your own home. Yeah. Okay. And that's fine. But they're watching, you know, they're sponges. Okay, so... So kids notice things. They notice things, okay? They wow. notice things. Even before if you, the if age you're, of reason. If you're, if you're arguing with your wife... Even, let's say, they're four, five, you know, they fairly do. young, which most parents I've observed dismiss the mm. fact that kids are young, they won't notice. They notice. They notice. They all notice. Wow. Sometimes they might, they might swear and they go, where did you oh, learn wow. that? You know, oh, no. where did you learn that term from? You know, and you may have been in, in, in an incident where you were stuck in traffic. Someone's cut, cut you off yes, and yes, you swore. Okay, we've all been there. Okay, but these are the little areas that we need to make sure we're on top of. Yep. Because they're watching all the time. Okay. And if we're telling them, for example, get off your device while we're on our device. Yeah, exactly. We're you can't do that. Device, you yeah. can't do that. Okay, so, so you so have to lead by example. Lead by example with your actions. Okay, yep. okay. So most especially, and especially that goes into confession, prayer. So even as they're young, you you constantly, you begin teaching them how to pray. You, you show them that you're living it and you mm. you, you draw them into your prayer That's life. That's right. Naturally, that you, right. you said uh, that the foundation is the both of you and your wife uh, need to be on the same page in the state of grace and then you draw your kids that's right. into what you're naturally living anyway, that, with that, or without. That, that's exactly right. Yeah. And so, you know, if, if, the, if the mother and father aren't holding the cross, yes. then it falls on the children. So it's very important. You need to maintain that platform. That's a powerful way to okay. actually explain it. The, the cross falls on the children. It does. They have wow. to carry it. They have to carry it. And obviously this isn't in any order, but I, I think it was important for me to say right at the beginning, be in a state of sanctifying grace. Yep. Okay. Obviously going to church every week. I know we suffered a lot during the pandemic. Yep. And some people still haven't routinely got back into mass yet. And they're kind of in a comfort zone. 
And that has to stop. You need to get back into Mass. Yep. Even if your kid is crying at Mass, okay? As they say, you know, if there's no crying in a church, then it's a dying church. Yes, that's, and that's fine. That's okay. We want crying we kids. Want, we yeah. want crying Where kids. I go to Mass, I mean, traditional Latin Mass, it's like you, all you hear is crying, you know? Apart from the beautiful Gregorian chant, it's packed with young people. Mm. Three quarters of the church is young people, kids everywhere, yeah. you know? It's amazing. So we want young children, so, we want so, kids. So yeah. we want them to, f yeah. to, to, to understand that church is home. Yes. And so the more you take them to church, the more they'll get that feeling yeah. of comfort. I'm at home now. I can sit here in front of the tabernacle, you know, pray. It, you know, there doesn't have to be an active mass service, but go to church as and much pray, as possible. Visit the Blessed Sacrament. At least, at least, at least once a week. At, yeah. least. at least. Try more. Try more, especially during Lent. There's obviously yeah. daily mass available during Lent. Well, it's the same with the gym. I mean, we, we, we don't say, I'm going to go once a week. You know, we want to go as often as possible to get fitter and fitter. Yeah. So if you want to get spiritually fitter, mm -hmm. you know, sure, obviously, the Sunday obligation is the minimum because that's keeping the Sabbath holy. But then if you want to get fitter and fitter spiritually, I'd be going every day, which is as I do. That's right. You know, that's and, right. Uh, I don't like the midday mass because, you know, there's too much going on. I, I need to wake up early, sacrifice that hour of sleep start, and start, get to mass. Start the day. Yeah. Start the I day. I don't know where I'd be without Je daily Jesus, mass. Jesus rose from, from the dead first thing in the morning, right? Early in the morning. And so, <laughs> and so starting starting your day early in the morning is nice. So so that's very, very important. And, and and I know there are some parents, me first, you know, I remember sitting in a pew and my kids were out of control. And and sometimes they can still be out of control. Yeah, depending on, on how they how they're feeling. But somebody tapped me on my shoulder once and said, eight years It'll take you eight years for them to get better. Eight years. This is what he said, you know, when, when my kid was probably two years old or three years old. Eight years. And, I, and that never left me. And so it's not an overnight thing. You must have been thing. daunted when he said eight years. Eight years of this. It, it was, <laughs> but it also gave me confidence because everyone has gone through it. Okay? Yeah. So you're not the only person. So that's so important that you just get them going to Mass. It's routine. And when they're not going to Mass, they'll be like, hang on. And hopefully that, that's not happening but if they ever felt like they weren't going to massive so are we going to church today it's sunday yeah so it's so important and i did as a kid you know we, we went this one sunday the whole day went and i noticed we didn't go to church yeah for that one sunday and i felt it that's right you know when, when it's ingrained in you so you're ingraining those habits in your children that's right so let's go into the three practical so i think already started yeah basically what are the three practical tools that mm. we can for those prospective parents like myself mm. god willing uh current parents, young parents, older parents, people who have come back to the Catholic faith. What are three ways to key fundamentals? So, raising Catholic children. And by raising Catholic children, we don't mean just, you know, Sunday mass, just drag them to church, uh, just getting the habit of Catholicism. Mm. We mean a, a real deal. Raising children who are in love with our Lord, who have a relationship with our Lord and want to get to heaven and are on, uh, and basically I call it a, a part of the church militant fighting for the salvation of their souls and they want to help others get to heaven. So Authentically Catholic. Yeah. So I think, it, I, I know you're trying to frame them up into three, but honestly, there's, there's, so, <laughs> there's so many things, so many things you can do. Uh, the, I mean, I another thing. the three. I know. But the, the, other, the other point that I wanted to make. Go to four. All right. Go to as many as you want. Okay. The, the other point I wanted to make was 
the father, how important the father's role is. And I've heard this stat before, and I'm sure it's been mentioned to you before as well. But if a father is going to mass regularly, then there's a over 90% chance that your children will go to church weekly for the rest of their lives because the father has gone to mass. It's a huge As the stat. leader. As the leader. As the protector and provider. If the father is yeah. not going to mass, and let's say the mother's going to mass regularly, but not the father then that percentage drops to 20 or 30%. Yep. It's a massive drop. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so, so that, that's really important. What's also important is we, in this day and age, we know what the gospel is before you go to Mass. Today, the day's gospel. Yeah, absolutely. And what the reflection is. <laughs> so it's very important on a Sunday morning that you have a chat to your children before you get to church and let them know what today's gospel is about and give them a two-minute summary. Okay, last week before mass. Yeah, before maybe an mass. hour before mass in the morning. Before mass, yeah. while they're getting to ready, keep it fresh. Yeah, whatever. There you go. So I mean, in in the in the Maronite right, where uh, in the um, the week of the prodigal son. Yeah. In Lent, week four in Lent. So that's a great story to tell your kid, the prodigal son, yep. and and so telling them that story is very very important, so that when they get to mass, they hear it again and they remember those words. And so they're more likely to receive the information and take it yeah, in. Yeah, so they've already heard okay. it, so you give them a prerequisite. The other biggest thing that we need to get on, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll say this because it's very important, it is today's digital media. Yes, okay? that's a big one. Very, very, very big. So big. Massive. So what I mean by that is watching TV, listening to the radio. And obviously, jumping on the internet, right? Three things, okay? So, when it comes to TV, I don't let my children watch free-to-air TV. Yes. I don't let them watch free-to-air. Good. Okay? In other words, I don't let them watch live TV. Don't watch live TV. Okay? Watch TV that has been recorded, okay? So... For example, uh, my kids love Ninja Warrior. Okay, yeah. they they love Ninja Warrior. You know, the the men are jumping and competing in an obstacle course. I don't mind Ninja Warrior. Yeah. But the problem with Ninja Warrior is there's always an intro on that competitor right at the beginning of the show. Okay, and and I guarantee you, you're gonna get three out of ten who say they're in a same-sex relationship and, you know, they just proposed to their, you know, a, a lady just proposed to her wife or something and they show wedding, you know, um, photos or something. I don't want my kid watching that, okay? Exactly. It's very important. Now, I can talk to them about it. That's that's a whole different story. It's not a concern for us. We'll watch that and we, we know better. But at that age, we can't underestimate how vulnerable they are. They're vulnerable. Their perceptions. That's right. And... and we need to take it seriously, and that's why Netflix. I don't like the idea of live TV, yeah. these live things, you yeah. know, commercial. I don't want that stuff. Mm -hmm. I pick what I want to watch. That's right. And I watch it even on as demand. an adult. On demand. Beautiful. That's it. Excellent. So that's very important yep. because you're screening it, and then even if you're watching the, I mean, we can watch uh, the Ninja Warriors, but I'm always fast forwarding it until they they start their obstacle course. Exactly. Straight Beautiful. in. Yeah. Okay. So that's very important. Yeah. The second thing is, don't listen to radio okay listen to shows like this <laughs> listen to shows like this 
Voice of Charity. 1701 AM. Put it on. Or Put you can on. find us on uh, TV Maria live okay. on television. So. 24 by 7. Make sure your car has religious content going on and you can a lot of cars are digitalized anyway so right. you can put on whether it's podcasts. whether it's the rosary yeah that you've got whether it's um voice of charity, voice of charity whether it's podcasts yeah which okay. you can control again all right what you listening and to. then there's also really good catholic music really good <laughs> I love it. We'll talk I, a bit about some of your Catholic music yeah. a little bit later. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, so you do some Catholic rap. I do, yeah. yeah you do. We've yeah, I hear, do. We've got to hear some of that. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I heard some of it on YouTube. It was on YouTube. It was on Facebook. I'm not was, sure. I think my yeah. wife, yeah, she, she takes care you of all that. You did play it when I came over to the store. Yeah. Oh, yeah, on you one did, of the... Yeah, that's right. That. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's amazing. So, and, and that, that's just another example. And so, actually, while you said that, I mean, I've made a song about the... Um, the litany of Our Lady, okay? Yeah. The litany of Our Lady. Now, try and memorize that. It's very, very difficult, you know, to, to memorize the litany yeah, of Our probably, Lady. Yeah, probably, yeah, for most people. Okay, but my kids know it because of the song that I made, right? And they, they just sing that song and they know the litany, all right? And they know it oh, right okay, through. Yes. So often prayers So Holy Mary, easier. pray for me. Holy Mother of God, Holy Mystery. That's it. It's you know tune exactly, and you and that they get it, they understand it. So so listening to content because actually, if anything, that's more important than TV. Okay. Yep. That's absolutely. more important than TV because it's actually going into your head a lot easier when you're listening to something in the car. You you catch on um, far far quicker. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right, and and I've always said. I mean, people may, may, may say, well, you're, you're a bit over the top here or whatever, but I'll, I'll tell you why. If you listen to Today FM, let's just say as an example, and there's some good music, there's some good music, Yep. all right, and catchy tunes and everything, and what's wrong with it? You know, I'm, I'm happy it's Friday, let's play some music, yeah, okay? However, if you do that, listen to music, okay, anything, all right, you don't realize the the undertones in those songs, okay? First of all, and then second of all is you're on YouTube mm -hmm. and you go, "Oh, I love that song. I want to watch the video clip to that song." There you go. Okay? And then that stuff. And then and then <clears throat> because I love that song, I want to watch the video clip, so I play the video clip. And then what's going to happen on that video clip? You're going to see pornography, basically. Yeah, basically. It is But it it's is. also the beats and the underlying tones so it's they really yep. don't help you spiritually. They so don't. They don't. I, I believe Father John Rizzo, exorcist uh, for the Diocese of Parramatta, came here and he's actually coming on next week again, recommended that we should look up the lyrics. You, you should get Spotify, find means of collecting your music and then filter out what you're listening to with lyrics and beats. You know, if you have hard metal rock, could be demonic influences there. So really filter out what you're listening to, but that, that's that's absolutely phenomenal. And uh, maybe after the break, we can talk a little bit about education. Yes. I mean, that's an important one, especially. So stay tuned here. We'll be back shortly.
another week on the Catholic Toolbox, the art of practical Catholicism. I'm your host, the founder, George Manasseh, here as we keep you with practical solutions to live your Catholic faith in our modern world of today. And we're continuing our interesting discussion about raising Catholic kids with founder of Catholic Apparel, Andre Abouhab. So, we're continuing our discussion yes. here. I'm uh, very excited uh, to really get into Catholic education now on raising Catholic children. Mm -hmm. We've gone through three very important practical tools that you can use so you can go back and listen and take the three practical tools from a father and founder of Catholic Apparel. So for those who want to get their shirts or Catholic wear, I mean, I have my St. Michael here on the back. Um, make sure you go to catholicapparel.com.au and get your uh, apparel. I mean, That's you can right. get any saint or any kind of... Follow us, follow us on Instagram as well. At Catholic Apparel. Yeah, catholicapparel.com. Or they can visit you in Belfield. In store. Yeah, in store. In store. And to be honest, that, that's my favorite. Um, that's my choice of, of uh, the, 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 the favorite choice of um, people coming into my store because I get to have conversations and I hear fantastic stories from from customers, inspirational stories. I think it'd stories. be a great conversation. It's a great conversation it's, starter. It's just iron sharpening iron all the time. So people come in and they just tell me about their I stories. I mean, something as small as in my workplace, just I, I talk, people offer me food and I'm just, sorry, I'm fasting. But but you're, you're, you're not Muslim. You're, you're Catholic. I'm like, yeah, I'm Catholic. So it's Lent. That's right. You know, and nine times out of 10, they're all Catholics. That's right. <laughs> so, and you... And there's a conversation starter. I mean, how much more so wearing something Catholic? It's a great way to start a conversation. It's so, it's an effortless way to sort of show someone something of the faith and then they ask you questions about it and that, that's done for you. You don't have to bring up the faith. So it breaks the ice for you, I think. But so, I mean, it's really practical. The art of practical Catholicism, get a shirt. It is. <laughs> I mean, what, what we're doing here is literally the practical um, tips that, that wear it that wear start it. some conversations listening people listening on here yeah we're doing it you know and that's so so important um, another thing that I wanted to touch on in the home I think you mentioned about educating our kids let's talk about Catholic education yes the big hot topic yes. uh, I think last year was a hot topic and yeah. this year is a, hot, it's a yeah. hot topic so look Catholic education for me my school is is a fantastic school 
Uh, I, I sent my kids to St. Charles in Punchbowl. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, and it's so, you know, we've got a monk as a principal. And so <laughs> nothing's going to get through that, that Saint, armor. Another right? St. Charles as yeah, a principal. Yeah, that's right. St. Charles looking. So, uh... so that's very important, right? Um, <laughs> but, but so I probably won't get in, go into that side of yeah. education, but more so in the home. So there, there've been two things. We might leave that for Dr. Robert Haddad. Yeah, on, probably on the next episode. Yes, possibly. that's right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, and doctors are champion. Um, and so, in terms of educating in the home, uh, for my son's first Holy Communion, I bought him a gift called the Lego Catechism. Okay. What is that? It's called the Lego Catechism. <laughs> I'm amazing, one. amazing I'm book. One. And so it's it's got Lego, Lego figurines in the book. It's a hardcover, and they run through the catechism yes. in Lego um, figurines, and it's so awesome. I've I read a couple of pages. My son the other day yep. was giving me typologies between Moses and Jesus, and that he learnt from this book, yes. you know, at eight years old. So that was very important. Um, so Lego, so good good reading material in the home. Obviously, if they're going to sleep, um, you know, you want to have them read something before they go to bed. Yep. And potentially it could just be a Possibly Catholic... With, with some photos as well, you need uh, yeah. some animation. You yeah. can get some really good books from Prayer and Bloom. They were just in our store just on the weekend, Prayer actually. And Bloom. Prayer I and Bloom. I recommend you check them out. Yeah, very, and very Bloom. good. And, and I mean, there are many places, but that's just one example, okay? And then also uh, there's Formed, mm-hmm. um, which... Yes, I did hear. Yeah. Hear of Formed, yeah. If, if you guys haven't heard of that, it's an app that you can download... And to be honest, I'm not sure if it's free or not, uh, but regardless of regardless, check it out. yeah, check it out. So it's got Catholic movies, uh, Catholic documentaries. Um, they have cartoon movies. Cartoons, cartoons of the saints. Yeah, all there. Now, if you if you can't afford that, then I suggest go on YouTube. Go on YouTube. All right, on YouTube, <laughs> there's a. It's called Christian Kids TV. I think it is Christian Kids TV, and they've got. Uh, about 10 or 12 minute um, videos, mm-hmm. cartoons of every saint you can think of, and you wow. learn about their story. Wow. They've even got Saint so Charbel. They've cartoons. even got Saint Charbel McClough. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> I'm how did Saint, that up. Yeah. How did Saint Charbel McClough get on here? Oh, the, so, the famous mystic. I know. You know, I know. Why wouldn't Saint Charbel get on there? You're exactly right. You're exactly <laughs> right. But you know, in in so in terms of um, yeah of, of content, so they sit there, they're entertained. Okay. And they learn about their saints, yep. and so that's very, very important. Um, and that's basically, yeah, the, the the three areas there that I think is is very important. Um, I mean, they're very powerful areas. So, how would you, what would you recommend in discerning a good Catholic school for most parents? Because that's the biggest concern. Like, sure, some people, a lot of Catholics, especially my generation now, comes with us millennials, a lot will be homeschooling. It's, it's become very prominent. You know, mm. people just want to take control of their children's education as primary educators. But for those who want to send their kids to a school, what's, what's a good way to discern from your experience as a father? Mm-hmm. Um, you and Sarah. So, and so, a big shout out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we um, can't forget. Make sure the kids are asleep. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, so, look, I think, I think the most important thing, first of all, is, is it all begins in the home, okay? Yeah. Because a lot of parents think, you know what, I'll just take it easy, I'll send them to school, and they can deal with faith formation. Yes. No, I'm sorry. Not in you, these days. You can send them to the most holy school on earth, and the formation is it remains at home. Okay. If you think it's going to happen at school, then you're no. going to be rudely shocked. No. 
All right, we'd love for that to happen, but they're there also to learn about math and about science and about whatever. Exactly, things okay? that you probably. So religion is just a small, a small. Yeah. Um, uh, like a, it helps a for them portion. to go to mass and pray and learn from the priest there. Absolutely. So, but again, it comes back to the parents. You're the, the parents. primary educators. To the parents. That's not going to make that you hold more weight as parents. That's right. Yes. So that's okay. that's that's the first thing, and the other thing is you know them by their fruits. Yes. Okay. So if you, you know, I, I, I once went to um, a sports store to buy my son some footy boots. Yes. Okay. And my son was wearing his his school uniform. Mm -hmm. Another kid there from year eleven, who I believe is the school prince. Sorry, is the not school prince? Is the school captain now? Yes. Out of nowhere, okay, come comes past, taps me on the shoulder, says, "Hey, boys, do you need help?" He's not even working for this sport place, right? He's come over and he's helped uh, my son choose football boots, and. When he was finished, he says, okay, see you later, guys. I'll see you around. And I immediately wrote to the school and I said, you need to congratulate this person. And, you know, what he showed there was exactly who we need to be as Catholics. And the fact that he was wearing his school uniform and representing, representing with respect. Yeah. Okay. He, for me, won me over. And, and their examples of the fruit... That I've seen from that school. Okay, obviously not everyone is going to be like that. Yeah, I, I do get yeah. that, but to receive such a good fruit um, from that particular person are just, you know, are just tips from God to say keep going, keep continuing yeah. down this path, you know. And 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 I think the other thing as well um, that we need to be really really careful about is is we need to support our teachers. Okay, because yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, it's so important. Uh, because if you want them to be good to our children, then we need to support them. If we're just going out and pointing and fingers just, all yeah. the time and just saying, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Uh, then then it's not going to lead to Andre, a, a, good, um, a good result. Andre, we have a question here from sure. Mary, who's emailed us through. Uh, Hi, Andre. I love the pointers that you've raised about bringing up kids in the Catholic faith. You're very vigilant in making sure that you're leading them to the right path. You are one extraordinary father. Would you be able to share how you also run your relationship with your wife and how you manage your family together? Thank you. Sure. Thank you very much, Mary, for your question. Thank you. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And, and I think it comes back to my original point, which was... The wife is watching. It's, it starts. It starts, <laughs> with, it starts with the mother and father. Yes. And so... Back to the foundation. It, it starts with the foundation. Before you get married. Yeah. Discerning marriage, entering marriage. And that's now right. And as a mother and father. That, that's exactly right. Yeah. And so, again, um, you know, it begins with before you're married even, yeah. okay? Before yes. you're married even. Don't, don't fake it, okay? Don't fake it just to say so your girlfriend can fall in love with you and get married one day, all right? Be the person who you are, yeah. okay? If you and want if, to be better, and, yeah, and if be you, better. Exactly. If, if, if you love your faith, you need to show that. Don't hide it, okay? Because we, we all want to hide our faith and say it's just a Sunday thing. Don't do that. Okay, be, be up front, be up front, but also be straight up um, and, and choose, and choose, okay, a Catholic girl, all right? Yes. Don't, all guys. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, okay, see, uh, girls for guys and guys for girls, yeah. <laughs> um, so that, that's really important, yeah. okay, it's so important, yeah. because 
Um, I, I, I get it. Love, you know, love is, you know, um, you know, people fall in love and and whoever it may be and they're a great person and they yeah. move forward, okay? But if you want to set the right platform, yeah. make sure she's Catholic and going to church or he's Catholic and they're going Absolutely. to church. Absolutely. It's so important because if, if it's not, then it comes back to those stats that I was talking about before. If the father's going alone or the mother's going alone, then, you know, it's going to fall back onto your children. Yeah, so find someone who's a practicing Catholic. Look, I'm of the opinion I don't believe your faith will grow if you marry somebody who is not a practicing Catholic or someone from another religion. It's just the stark reality. Yeah. That if they're supposed to help you, if they're supposed to be your PT to get to heaven... And they're not even a PT or not, not even wanting to train you. Mm. How are you going to get fitter, spiritually fitter to get to heaven? That's right. Like, I mean, really, if you're single, you're young, you, you haven't discerned or uh, entered into a committed relationship, step back, set your standard, and do not compromise your standard. Mm. Because when you compromise your standard, it's going to lead to a lot of hard, spiritual yeah. hardship. So, you know, so for example, I met my wife um, at church, okay? There you and go, because naturally yeah. you are a practicing Catholic. That's Therefore, right. naturally you associate yeah. at the church, everywhere else, the circles that you Now, in. Now, I'm yeah. f I'm far from perfect, and my wife would be the first one to tell me. Yes, okay? <laughs> and I'm in there as well. I am far <laughs> from perfect, all right? I've got yeah. a lot of things to work on. Yeah. However, if you're all on the same page, and believe in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church, and you pray the creed together, and you're not having to get into debates of Orthodox versus Catholicism, <laughs> or you know Protestants versus yes. Catholics, then you've started um, 20 steps ahead. And okay? may I add there, not even just, you know, we can even say within the church, unfortunately, yeah. practicing true, Catholicism true. versus so true. practicing Catholicism. So true. May we have the whole new. But that's a better start. Yes. But that's a better start. Find someone who's practicing yeah. the Catholic yeah. faith. That's a, that, they may not be deep in their faith, but at least they're going to church every week. And they want to. Grow yeah, close to exactly. Family. And that should be the baseline. You can help each other grow from there. Hundred percent. But if someone's that's the I, baseline. I reject church teaching. Yeah. I don't believe in the church. You know, I don't go to church. Mm. It's not about going to church, but I don't believe in what the church teaches. You know, I'm. You know, making know. up my mind still. I don't like the Pope. I don't like the Pope. The church. Obviously, when you deny one or two or more of the teachings of the church, you're nodding you with the church. So, look, it, I think it's very important. It's not like we're trying to point fingers and say, look, don't do this. But this is not just a friendship. Hmm. This is discerning marriage. It's getting each I'm other friends into with heaven. Everybody. It's getting each yes. other into heaven. It yes. comes back to that. We're friends with everybody. I'm friends with atheists, Muslims, uh, Protestants. Name it, and by yeah. us, and by us being a witness, they're seeing what the out the fruit coming from yeah. from our. But we're talking about the sacrament of marriage. Yeah. Who you're going to be spending the rest of your life with, mm. giving yourself totally to, having children with. That's a higher step. Marriage up. prep, marriage, marriage prep. prep. So I'm important. on marriage prep uh, class three now, so yeah. we'll be going to class four. So important. Month, so important. Yes. So yeah. So look, that, th that, yeah. that that's the answer to your question. I mean, obviously. You know, I, I have to, um, you know, uh, be, be um, have, have a loving relationship with my wife. That's so important. I, we can't just all, it's all about the children and forget about each other. So that, that's very important. That's often the case. Do, do, yeah. do you find... I have a wonderful mother-in-law, actually, and she, she'll probably uh, love to hear this. Um, and, <laughs> She's and listening. A lot of people who, who hear my 
uh, sorry, who, who come over and, and see my mother-in-law like, Man, where did you get this mother-in-law from? Unbelievable. Like, I want a mother-in-law like that. So, so she's awesome. And she's there to help us out if we want to go out or, you know, um, That's it, yeah. husband and wife together. So, you know, you've got to organize all that as well. It's very important. But um, again, again, we have to be a team and you have to choose who that person is because all that follows in the future. Don't make it hard on yourself. It's already hard in today's world. Don't make it extra hard. And... What about when challenges um, arise in raising children? Let's say a, a child is struggling, you know, with uh, some difficulties and and uh, let's say that they hit some tough stages in their life as they're growing up. How do you console them? And Because and, often that's where sometimes it leads them to doubt. Yes. From my experience yes. and from speaking to different people. Yes. How do you console them yeah. and... Uh, allow them to grow in their faith during those trials? So first of all is you, you need to be there and reassure them that we've been through exactly that yep. same path. We've been there before. Yep. Okay, most kids don't want to know about that. Oh no, Dad, it's different for me than it was for you. No, it's not. It's exactly the same. Yep. Okay, uh, whether it's school bullying, whether it's you know not being good at something or whatever it may be, mm -hmm. okay? Um, and it comes back to our faith. I always tell my children, last is first. Just drain it into their head. Last is first. Do the jobs that nobody else wants to do that. If, if you're seeing some rubbish on the, on the footpath, pick up the rubbish. Don't let somebody else do it. You do it. Now, obviously, they're not there. All right? And they're all fighting over who's going to get the first ice cream. You know, or fighting about... Um, which toy is theirs or which Pokemon card is theirs, yep. all right? That's still there, but we need to just keep drilling that into them. And so when they're in a position where they're struggling, mm -hmm. then that's the narrow path. It's the narrow path. You're on the narrow path. You know, you're, you're, you, you just need to, Dad, it's just calm down. Last is first. God, you know, losing is better than winning. Yep. And, and just start from there. Start from there. Get there. Build some confidence. And just tell them, have some fun. Stop thinking about it too much. Just just go out there and have some fun. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that's probably the tip that I've got. Um, just bring it back to the faith all the time and start with where last is first and everything in Catholicism is the opposite. Yeah. So if you're first yes. in something and people are packing, you know, patting you on your shoulder and saying you're great and whatever, then be worried. Be worried at that point because um, you know, that's not going to lead you anywhere but to pride. So I just wanted to ask about what about when they hit teenagehood? Those years. That hasn't happened yet. That hasn't me. happened yet for you. That hasn't happened yet for me. <laughs> I know another. I know another father. I won't mention his name, but you know, he's he's got um, teenage kids, and you know, it's a whole different ball game. It's a whole different ball game. Actually, there's a uh, a really good Catholic speaker. I forget his name. He's got a moustache, and he's um, he gives advice. He's a psychologist. He has like eight or nine children. And he's got tips on how to raise children about teens and about things like that. We have to find that out. Mustache. Yeah. Mustache. Many kids. He's so he's funny as well. He's, a he's so funny. <laughs> he's actually really funny. Um, I think he's on EWTN as well. EWTN. We have to look yeah. it up. Yeah. We we'll have mm. to find that out. So if it's a Forgot psychologist, that, that, that's some great insight actually from a psychologist on how to raise children. Mm. But I think the pressures of the world are really what are paramount in drifting our youth astray um, today 
really, because I mean, we live again. What you said, television, radio, the pop culture, peers. It goes back to the school, what you're listening to, that whole environment that we put ourselves in. You, we need to regulate that. And I think, I believe personally, I mean, as a child, from my perspective, you know, sometimes, you know, <laughs> uh, in a strict Maronite home, sometimes parents, you know, they want the best, but they can sometimes be strict, mm. uh, but they don't explain things. But I think really, uh, as a child... It's very important. It's a really, really good point. Yes, like it's good to be strong explain. in your face, explain. everything, I think, is to explain. The why. The question, why. The why. Why are we doing this? The okay. Why. It, let, let's say an exercise might be that you know your son did something wrong you might punish him but i want you to think about why why am i punishing you? what did you do wrong and we want to have a discussion about it and to convince them so that you know even when you're not looking mm. they will consciously make that decision without you 100 percent. to train them so you don't have to micromanage them for the rest of that, their life. that's right because right. i think that's what happens often mm. the time mm. we micromanage our kids to mm. the point and we need to raise them to the point where they hit you know, 15, 16, 17, 18. And by the way, I don't believe in youth culture forever. You know, mm. I think this youth culture, sometimes we push youth to 35. It, it doesn't promote people growing up quicker. Mm. You know, I think, you know, once you hit 20, 21, you're a man, you're a woman. Mm. You should be responsible. You should be informed. Yep. Like, I don't believe in stretching to 35, 40, you know, that mm. we're still young. Um, that's just my opinion yeah. and, and the research I've and, seen. And the other thing as well that, that I forgot to, to touch on earlier is um, let's say you're, you're a dad, all yeah. right? Let's say, let's fast forward, God willing, God, God willing. willing, God, God willing. willing, okay? And I pray oh, for no. those who are still from the bottom of my heart, yeah. those who are still trying to conceive, okay? Yes, from the bottom of my heart, God is, is listening to your prayers. Just be patient. It'll all happen. Um, but... You know, in a situation where, um, you know, you're a father, okay, and you want to be a good Catholic as well, the first vocation is in the home. So I don't know if you can keep being a host on this show, for example, once mm -hmm. you're a father. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can be. We you, plan to. Yeah, you can be. Maybe get my kids involved. My kids might host. Well them. done. <laughs> you nailed it right there. Okay. Yes. Getting your kids involved in what you're doing. Who cares? They're in here. Yeah. Okay, I bring I bring my son in. Um, that's, how, uh, in that's what I'd ask you. Will yeah. you continue the Catholic apparel yes. when your kids? Well, the you're first already thing, doing the so. first thing I agreed with my wife was we are not gonna let the shop run our life. Okay, exactly. It's not gonna run our life, and so our kids have to be part of the journey. There's no good me standing having two hour conversations with people while my kids, while are, your at home, kids are at home. Okay, and they're struggling, and Dad's not around. That just forget about it. it you know, changing a nappy. Is praying a rosary. Exactly. It's praying a rosary. It's it's work that's okay. sanctified it is. that can become holy. You know? So that, so that's it's that's your vocation. Yeah. It's your moral obligation. That's that's so important. Uh, the other thing is um let so them, getting them involved. Yeah. Let, let, let them experience the farm. Have they been to the farm before? Yep. Okay. Let them experience it. Um, you know, we went to once on a weekend and the first time I've been to a farm since I was a kid. And I saw snow for the first time. Uh, we had no reception, so we couldn't get on devices. And it was the most amazing weekend. I enjoyed it. And that was my, I'm like, wow, I need to do this again. Yep. So, and kids are tougher on the farm. They get up, they work for, you know, it's not just um, turn the air conditioning on, it's work for that heat. Go cut some timber, 
put it in the fireplace, then get some heat. Yes. You know, um, or whatever it may be, go help in the field. That's so important. And and I can tell you that, you know, about this whole new evangelization, there's a whole new movement around that as well. People just going to move in the farm, not to get away from... I'm he- I am hearing this yeah. everywhere. Not, but everywhere. Not to, but not to get away from the city because we don't want to fight. Okay, because we staying on the outskirts of the cannot city. Talk, no, no, no. But honestly, in saying that, p- people need us in the city, in in Sin City. They need us. They need us. They need to see us as witnesses in there. If we go away from them, because they're our patients, they're our hospital. If we're going away from them, then we're saying it's okay for you to be sick and die of terminal cancer. Yeah. That's not right. Yeah. We need to help them. Exactly. Okay? So we need to strike a balance. Don't just go out and forget about the rest because our job is to get each other into heaven. We're exactly. all children of God, every single one of us. And somewhere along the line, someone's done something crazy and they've, you know, someone's done something bad to them and they've just headed down the wrong path and now they can't get out and they're stuck. So the last thing we want to do is isolate um, ourselves, isolate ourselves and giving them no hope. Exactly. So we want to be in the world, but we want to grow holy. Yes, exactly. We want that balance. We're hybrid. That's right. That's right. (laughs) We want to get into hybrid. So maybe weekends, you know, try and get to a farm if you can. So yeah, Yeah. even our Lord needed to retreat. Yes. He went up to Mount Tabor. Isn't that so cool? I I won't forget the retreat by Father John Flader years ago in Kentus. He started off the meditation by saying, uh, you know, uh, our Lord uh, went up to Mount Tabor. Even he needed a retreat. That's right. I think often getting away from the busy lifestyle. Re- re- remember when the crowd was pushing in and he said, I had to get onto the boat? And he said, no, <laughs> they're pushing in on even me. Let's, he needed a yeah, break. <laughs> give me the boat, Peter. Hurry up. What are you waiting for? Um, so, yeah, so, so, that, so that's super important. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing that I forgot but to mention. But he came back. Yeah, that's to right. To the mainland. Of course. And he, he carried out his ministry. Of course. But he had that balance. That's right. That's perfect. Yeah, so right. like retreats, you know, yes. we go away from retreats and you come Get back away and it's like, family. oh my gosh, but I was in But sometimes you need a retreat for yourself spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. But other retreats are a vocational If somebody's listening, family. if somebody's listening, guys, what are we doing? There needs to be family retreats. Family retreats. Yes, there needs to be family retreats. Father and mother going away with the family. With the family. And the kids are being um, entertained and they're learning about their faith in one area of the retreat. And the mother and the father, there's men's sessions, there's women's sessions. To my understanding, there is. Um, It's run by um, often the Opus Dei affiliated schools, uh, the Par Red schools, Mm -hmm. uh, like Redfield, Tangara, Woodline, Montgrove, where they have father-son camps. Yes. Or mother and mother and daughter, which they run on the same Amazing. weekend. Amazing. Yeah, th- that is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, a father's son with a bunch of fathers and sons all but together. As, 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 a, as a father, I know that's a gap. That's a gap yes. today. Yes. And if there is, we don't know about it. And if, and if they are organizing it, then... But we can do it. You don't need an organization to it. Get your family out there. True. Uh, get, get, let's say, if you have brothers, um, get the uncles and the sons together, True. go on a retreat, teach yeah. them manly skills. Mm-hmm. That's right. Teach them how to pray. I mean, you'd be filled with yeah. testosterone when you come the back. The last I thing, mean. the last thing I'll say is, um, is if you're praying a family rosary, um, it's nice to pray it. Um, you know, when the kids are obviously in their bedrooms, right? It's not. It's nice to do that because sometimes I know some people say, "Oh no, 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 they're going to fall asleep," but it's a beautiful thing to fall asleep praying the rosary, because that's the last thing that they're thinking of, right? And they're going to sleep peacefully. But if you can, as a family, pray the rosary in the evening, 
whether it's you know 6.30 or 7 o'clock, whatever it may be, but try and make that time for family rosary. And if they're young, okay, I've got this tactic that I'll use. I don't know if it's um, approved by the church or whatever, but I'll just say it anyway. That's right, so, I'll you. So <laughs> on, on, you know, on the rosary, um, pray two Hail Marys only per decade, okay? Just mm -hmm. two. So, but run through the mysteries. Get them to know how to do the, um, yeah, the rosary. Yeah, start. Yeah, so I believe in God with the, you know, with the Apostles' Creed. You say your three Hail Marys, your first Our Father. Run through the first mystery. Pray two Hail Marys only. Mm -hmm. right, one Our Father, two Hail Marys. Move to the next one. Just complete the whole cycle. Your rosary's finished in 10 minutes maximum. Yeah. Yep. Okay, and they've got something out of it. And as Beautiful. they grow older, extend it. Move to five. Move to seven, move Get to ten. Get them in those habits. Yeah. I think we're on fire, Andre. And uh, let's go to our last question before we get off air. And that is uh, from Lisa. Lisa asks uh, through Facebook Live, Andre, what advice do you give to parents who hesitate to take their kids, toddlers, uh, to church on Sundays? Well, again, it's it's just an example. Um, if, if you're not... I mean, let, let's just say, okay, um, you know, I know it's difficult for young mothers... I, I, I know it. You know, they've got young children and, uh, and you know, they're having to, you know, give them the bottle and walk out in and out 10 times and, and end up not hearing the mass. So it ends up being an, in, an inconvenience. Yes. But it is about, again, it's about the, the fact that you are showing them that this is their home. Okay. And, and, and for them to believe that this is their home, they need to be there as often as being at home. Exactly. So, so, so and, the fact and, that I was at mass yeah. so often with my parents and my cousins yeah. and everything mm -hmm. that it became my home. That's right. I have that living experience. That's right. So, so from from a young eight age, days, as soon as they're out of out of the forty day the period, whatever, take them to church. Okay. They receive go, grace go, go as toddlers. Yeah. Go up, um, and the priest will bless them with the Eucharist. Yes. You know, it is. Oh my gosh, it's like. It's given them gold. It's given them more than gold. It's that great pearl that you Absolutely. you sell everything to buy. Absolutely. You know. And so, if you're not doing that, then you know you're you're not trying to get your kids into heaven. Exactly. I think that's a blunt stand. I I you're fully not, back that. You, yeah. You're not getting your, trying. That. You're not getting your kids into heaven Absolutely. by leaving them at home. That's that's some powerful stuff. We we mate, we're on fire tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely had so much fun. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. It's my pleasure, absolutely. Thank you for tuning in to the Catholic Toolbox, The Art of Practical Catholicism. I'm your host and founder, George Manassa. Until next week, God bless, take care, and take action.